Welcome to Be Advised, Leading with Value with Brad Swinehart. In this podcast, we will focus on successful marketing methods for advisors that generate prospects and clients. We will learn from the best in the industry on how advisors in the trenches today are growing their practices. Join us for this journey where Brad draws from years of expertise and guest experts to help advisors reach their full potential. Welcome back to the Be Advised Leading with Value podcast with Brad Swinehart of White Glove. Brad has a guest to discuss 2020 retirement tax planning. So, Brad, why don't you tell us about your guest, Ed Slot? Well, Ed Slot is a man that needs no introduction. He is the absolute leader in the industry today as far as tax planning and, and the new rules that have come out. And I couldn't be more excited to bring Ed on and really just kill our audience with useful takeaways in this action-packed half hour that we're going to have. And before we get into the meat of that, Ed, I would love to just hear how your business has changed now that we're living in this more of a virtual world and all the opportunities in front of you. How has your business changed, Ed? Well, I haven't seen you in a while, (laughs) (laughs) right? Uh, No more of this on the road stuff. So everything is like everybody else. You either adapt or you you go away, adapt or die. And uh, most people that adapt are coming through probably busier than ever. That's what I'm hearing from financial advisors. We're doing tons of virtual programs. As you know, you with White Glove, uh, you were just on our two-day virtual last week. We did two full days, our regular two-day program that you know we do live. We did it all virtual, and it was flawless, and we had better comments and uh, testimonials than ever before. And, uh, you know, it's two schools of thought. I love being there live with people, but you have to face reality. Can't do that for a while. And a lot of the advisors love the time efficiency, not having to spend a you know a day traveling, a day traveling back, the hotels, the airports, uh, reservations, booking, days out of the office. Here they click in, they get their CE, and they go back to business. And we're doing the same thing. In fact, we're doing more programs than we ever did. It used to be, I'm in New York, so if I had a one-hour keynote or presentation, say, in L.A., that would take two days to do. Now I could do three in one day. So there are time efficiencies, but that's for now. All I think that happened is the future got here faster than we all expected, because this would have been part of the future anyway. With virtual, it was just a matter of time. I think what happened, the pandemic just pushed us into it quicker than we imagined. I couldn't agree more. You know, with White Glove, we were always testing webinars and doing virtual meetings, you know, before the pandemic ever hit. And there just wasn't a huge need for it. There wasn't a huge drive. And this really just launched us into the future. I think you're you're totally hitting the nail on the head there. One interesting thing is I remember, Ed, when we did an event together in Birmingham, Michigan, and I and I can remember it to this day of the energy of that room and how you just captivated that audience. I, at one point, you ran from one end of the stage all the way to the other, like full speed sprint, and that's how exciting it was. And and do you feel that you can capture that same excitement virtually? 
obviously it's not like the the room you're talking about, but it's it's in a different way. For example, you know, you put on, and as White Glove does, you help advisors put on a lot of uh, prospect and consumer programs. I'm doing them virtually now, and advisors are getting virtual appointments. I just had one last night. I had one the night before. It seems like I'm doing one for advisors almost every night and sometimes two in a day. And uh, people are adapting because it's the only way. As I said, they're pushed into that. And you're getting more people. What's unusual is where an advisor would go out, as you know, when you put on these seminars, it would be in a certain zip code area, right, Brad? That you would blanket yeah. that area. Oh, yeah. Now the zip code is the world. <laughs> I, I mean, anybody could attend anywhere, and, a, and an advisor uh, isn't just thinking about their own local area. An advisor in San Francisco can pick up clients from Chicago, all virtually. Oh, the opportunity and, is huge. Their backyard is now limitless. We have advisors that are based in Detroit, and they do seminars in Georgia and Florida and Southern California. And it's that right. virtual, they, they're meeting and closing clients, and they've never sat in the same office together. It's amazing. And, and the other part is, you know, when you do client seminars, I call them consumer and prospect seminars, like the ones I'm doing now for advisors. I think they're picking up more business because I think the prospects, first of all, they're interested. They're anxious about today's time. They're worried. They want to hear from people. But they're comfortable in their own homes. They don't feel pressured or, or hit on, if you know what I mean. And it's on their terms. And they click in that they want an appointment or not. And they're in total control. And I think that's why advisors are picking up more virtual clients now, because the clients feel comfortable because they have total control on what they want to do. Yeah, absolutely. I We hear that from advisors all the time, that they're speaking with prospects who they have this increased level of comfort virtually because they can get, they can sit back there in their own home. They, they're probably sitting in their pajamas, you know, they, they can immediately log off and go have dinner if they want to. There's not the added burdens of, of driving and there's not the added pressure of sitting in front of a stranger and trying to, to hear a, a new topic and then commit right then if they need, if that's the person they want to speak to. I, I, Totally couldn't agree more that there's a... a yeah, that's what we're finding. The results are incredible. More people seeking virtual appointments and on their terms. And what's great for the advisors is the only people clicking in for an appointment are people who really want appointments. So like you just said, where some people might sign up at a live seminar for an appointment, uh, but they felt maybe, ah, I got caught up in the heat of the moment. Maybe I felt pressured, but I really don't want the appointment, that, you know, the, the next day or the day after. These people are not thinking like that. If they were, if they felt pressured, which they, they're not in this format, they just don't click in. So they're getting better appointments. That's awesome. So, and, you know, do you think, Ed, with all the changes that we've gone through this year, and not just the, the pandemic and COVID and all that, but all of the new, the SECURE Act, the CARES Act, all of these new rulings, do you think that's fueling the fire of these end consumers needing advisors' advice? 
Oh, absolutely. Oh, the questions are coming in. Uh, I mean, I can tell from the questions we get from our advisors we service, as you know, the members of our elite advisor group, and they are getting more questions than ever. Just take one item, the waiver of the RMDs for 2020. That sounded like a simple thing, but then they changed the rules. And then they want some people wanted to put the RMDs they already took back. But which ones can you put back? What's the time period? Then IRS came out with relief. Now you can go to August 31st. So now there's a deadline for advisors listening now. Uh, and You should know this, but you really have to keep up to date because the rules are changing almost weekly. IRS is putting out a lot of relief provisions. The tax law is kicking in. Remember, you already have the SECURE Act kicking in. Uh, that was effective for 2020, eliminating the stretch IRA so clients are scurrying around, uh, updating their ex- uh, state plan because if they die, uh, their estate plan probably won't work the way they, they thought. Then you have the CARES Act that eliminated RMDs, but some people had already taken them. So IRS came out with relief just a few weeks ago saying, all right, anybody who took your the RMD can put it back, but only up till August 31st. So there's a deadline now. So advisors uh, should be contacting clients because you're going to have two camps. Some people that took RMDs and want to return them them, but the advisor may bring up, hold on, before you return them, maybe you want to keep some of that money out if you got it out at a low rate. Maybe you want to convert it to a Roth IRA. They have some clients were getting asked about QCDs, Qualified Charitable Distributions, one of the best tax moves you can make. Many people did that early in the year, figuring it would offset the income from their RMD, but now it's waived. And some of those people are asking, can I undo that? And you don't have to undo that because you didn't have a taxable income event anyway, and you did get that money out at zero tax. So that's where they need advisors to sort of straighten them out and say, look, uh, let's see your situation. We have the lowest tax rates in history. Everybody knows that. In fact, uh, yesterday's Wall Street Journal, they called it the golden age of low tax rates, and they predicted, as I've been saying, that that age is going to end very soon. In the CARES Act, we just wrote a, a two tr- we being the country, we wrote a two trillion dollar check on a bank account with no money in it. Uh, the, and now, wow. if you saw the cover wow. of the paper a couple of days ago, we're at $3 trillion deficit. Though The bill is going to come due. The tax train is coming. Advisors need to get out in front of clients before it hits and let them know about all the tax planning opportunities actually to take money out before you have to. So while many clients are scurrying around to undo their unwanted RMDs, I think for a lot of clients it might pay to uh, maybe convert those at low tax rates or keep them out or do QCDs and get that money out at the rock bottom lowest rates. So that's where advisors have to talk to each client. As far as the SECURE Act, they should be checking the beneficiary forms, which I've always said for years and years. But they have to identify clients, for example, that may have named a trust as an IRA beneficiary. Who does that? Well, the people with the largest IRAs, where a lot of money is going to go the next, to the next generation, and they want it controlled. The clients want it controlled because they don't want a, a 25-year-old grandchild inheriting a $3 million IRA with no strings attached. But those plans won't work anymore for most people because the stretch IRA has been eliminated, which changes all of those trust rules. And 
they have to update their uh, estate plan and beneficiary forms because most beneficiaries will end up being subject to this new 10-year payout rule after death. And most trusts will push the money out within 10 years and expose it to uh, possible creditors and heavy taxation. So an advisor that's up on their game now should be identifying and contacting every client, especially the ones with the largest IRAs. The reason I say that, because there's more likelihood a greater share of those funds will be left over to beneficiaries. Now, they thought they had a plan for that, and they may have made that plan to the ver- with the very advisor who now has to go back and tell them the rules have changed. That's what they want to hear. The beneficiaries don't want to hear that a year from now when the client has died and you tell them, oh, you know, we should have updated it, uh, you know, uh, for the new rules. Well, don't tell me that now. When should you do all this planning? I tell this to advisors all the time, Brad. When should you do all this planning with your clients? Three words, while they're breathing. You get it? (laughs) After death, it's too late. You can't make changes. So there's tremendous opportunity with the slew of tax law changes. And any advisor that's up on their game uh, has an opportunity to provide tremendous value at a time when clients are the most anxious, when they can't sleep at night. They're worried about so many different things. They need a voice of reason. And add to that the market gyrating up and down 1,000 points, 2,000 points, 500 points. You know, they need a a steady hand, a voice of reason. Take the emotion out. Back in March when people were panic selling, they needed advisors to, you know, say, let's take a step back and look at the big picture. So there's tremendous opportunity for advisors that keep up to date on all of these rules. And I think at this point, you know, when you can be that advisor to your client that gets them through something like this, that steadies their hands, that that is there for them and really reassures them and has that knowledge like you're speaking on, Ed, that that client is going to stick with you forever. That when they remember, yeah, when I, they think I, back to yep, all this crazy, I totally agree. I've said that in a few programs. People, the clients, and the prospects, who hopefully will be your new clients, will remember how you reacted with them when they needed you most. They will remember the communication they had with you during this period because it's still, for many advisors, they're still working their way and not contacting every client. You don't know which clients are stewing and which clients are worried and anxious. And You you have to get out and speak to every client whether you're doing Zoom or telephone calls. You know, I tell advisors all the time, the telephone still works. Get out there and call people <laughs> and let them know you're on the case. I don't know why, you know, a lot of them are, are overly consumed with fintech. You know what I mean, financial yep. technology. Yep. And they have all these, you know, contact, these emails, uh, these we care emails. When you send a we care email, uh, you know, if I got one of them, I would think, oh, that means he doesn't care because he doesn't want to pick up the phone and talk to me. People with money want to hear from you. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, there's there's a point of staying top of mind and reassuring your clients that you're there. But there's also that human touch of, you know what, you're a person and they're a person and they want to hear your right. voice. They want to have that connection. Yeah. That's that's why they went with you in the first place is that, that connection. And one thing I would think, Ed, is if you're not telling your clients about these new rules, you're not educating, you're not looking out for them, that there's a good chance someone else, some other hungry advisor is. 
that they're looking to. Hey, that's you know absolutely what? true, and that's going to be one of our elite advisors because we hammer them on this. <laughs> We're constantly giving them programs and seminars to give and talking points, and you know we give them stuff almost daily that they can get out there and speak to clients. For example, in addition to all his IRS and tax rules and pandemic, in the middle of all of this, the, the SEC uh, put into effect as of June 30th the Reg BI, the best interest. So and at the same time, when more people are leaving their jobs or being laid off or retiring, and they have their big decision to make, what to do with my 401k? Should I roll it to an IRA? Should I keep it in the plan? Should I convert it to a Roth? Should I take a lump sum distribution? Do I qualify for the NUA tax break, net unrealized appreciation? That's what clients want to know. That's where the value is. Uh, and so we've created uh, programs and seminars and talking points and checklists that advisors can use to go through each of those options. And that's what you have to do under Reg BI. Uh, you have to not only cover all the pluses, all the minuses, the pros, cons, advantages, disadvantages, whatever you want to call it, and document it. And you have to come up with an evaluation and have everything documented because this is a once-in-a-lifetime decision. These people worked maybe 30 years to accumulate 400000 in a 401K, and they may have one chance to make this decision, and they're counting on that advisor. So the advisor has another opportunity to add value, but they have to know all the options. They have to know the benefits and the drawbacks of every option and give clients all all the information. There's no more cookie-cutter approaches, boilerplate. That's not going to cut it for Reg BI. You have to show you did a, an evaluation that is customized to that client. But remember, the more customized it is, the higher the value you bring to the table because it's not a cookie-cutter operation. Yeah, that's a great point. The, the more you look into it and the more knowledge you have and can bring to your clients, now it's not only an option, now it's mandatory. And how do you, you know, if you're an advisor, Ed, what would you recommend them? Where do you start with all these changes and all this, all this stuff going on? Where do you start? What are the, the latest retirement rules they should absolutely be focused on today in order to get in front of their clients and educate them on? Well, they have to understand all the uh, aspects of the SecureX, specifically, especially for their best clients, the ones with the largest IRAs, they're going to get hit in their estate plans. Remember, there are three categories now of beneficiaries, some that can stretch. This is a new term Congress made up, eligible designated beneficiaries. And then we have another group, non-eligible designated beneficiaries. These are the people that get the 10 years. Then we have the people who are not even named, non-designated beneficiaries. There's all these new categories and options for post-death. So the advisor should know what each one of those are. For example, in the eligible designated beneficiaries, there's five classes, people that are exempt, but they have to know who they are. For example, in that, the five classes and how to explain it all to clients. It's not just enough to uh, read it on a piece of paper, but know how to digest it and explain to a client so they say, oh, I understand it, you know, kind of over the kitchen table kind of explanation. I always tell our team when you're talking, even to the advisors, explain the most common 
complicated tax laws, explain it to them like you were talking to them over the kitchen table. But to do that, you really have to know your stuff to be able to digest it in simpler terms. So, for example, you have these five categories of eligible designated beneficiaries. You have a a spouse, a minor beneficiary, chronically ill beneficiary, disabled beneficiary, or a beneficiary they call not more than 10 years younger than the IRA owner. Those are special beneficiaries. They still get the stretch. People that inherited in 19 still get the stretch, but anybody in 20 does not. They might get the 10-year rule. So the SECURE Act, you have to know backwards and forwards. You still have to know the CARES Act for the relief and that was only for 2020, but people want to know about that. It is 2020 now. So the three big provisions of the CARES Act was the waiver of 2020 RMDs, which we talked about, and coronavirus-related distributions. That's a big item, taking money out of a, an IRA or a plan penalty-free. You could spread the, spread the tax over three years and pay it back if you qualify. A lot of advisors are confused on who qualifies. Not everybody qualifies. Either you're sick or your spouse or members of your household have lost income. There's a whole bunch of rules on that that you need to know. And the third item is the plan loan relief. Now, each of these items go deep. I'm just giving you the broad categories. So that's the CARES Act. You have the uh, SECURE Act and the regular IRA rules, the rollover rules for Reg BI. There was so much happening this year that every advisor should make every attempt to get educated on all of these things and do it immediately because uh, you want to know for yourself and your clients and you want to make sure you're giving the right advice because there's nothing worse than advice that causes mistakes. Mistakes in this area are not small mistakes. Normally, it's a blown rollover. It could cost hundreds of thousands of dollars, a blown 60-day rollover, or they weren't aware of the once-per-year rule, or they didn't know how to set up an inherited IRA, didn't know how to get money into a trust after death. Uh, They didn't check beneficiary forms, and it went to the wrong beneficiary. To me, that's the number one problem, because if somebody gets disinherited, to me, that's 100% tax. And I wouldn't want to be the financial advisor on whose watch that happened. And it happens. You know, uh, Brad, the uh, most unbelievable call I get from financial advisors, and it still happens, is too late call after the fact. They'll call me up and say, oh, Ed, my client just died. Should I check the beneficiary form? Now he's dead. What are you going to do now? While they're still it's breathing, too late. Right, Ed? While they're still yeah. breathing. <laughs> and it still happens. So they're calling up, well, can I fix it? I don't know. The client's dead. Ask him if he can fix it. <laughs> The key to all of this is being proactive. Get out there now. The more you learn, the more you'll earn. There's no question about that. Yeah, and it's just so crazy. Secure Act, CARES Act, COVID, IRS rulings. You know, you mix that all together with this virtual environment that we're living in. It's it's a, a perfect storm of opportunity for these advisors to get in front of their clients and really provide some significant value, more than they ever have before. And I can't imagine having to digest all of that information and then, like you said, dial it down to something that the client can understand. I think that's probably the most important part when you agree that the client needs to understand these things. What would you recommend as far as digesting and then being able to regurgitate as far as something? Let's let's keep it simple. What would your, your tips be to keep that stuff simple for your clients? 
Well, the only way to do it, because I've spent my whole career, they, many people call me a translator. I take the tax law, and I, which is written in some foreign language. Nobody knows what it is. Maybe it's Sanskrit or something like that. And I get it back in English, as you've seen on my TV programs. But the only way that can be done is to know it so well you can explain it. There's no shortcuts. You've got to know your stuff, because if you're unsure, it'll come out that way. That's why we spend uh, – you, you've been to our programs, our two-day programs, a packed uh, – matter of fact, our virtual program. We have another one coming up in October. We go through a 400-page manual, and we explain it to the advisor that way. And m most of the advisors come out of that and say, now I understand it. I never understood it before, because the people I was learning from really didn't know it as well themselves. So they tend to use that crutch and fall back and just read from the law. That doesn't help anybody. We not only tell you how to explain it, but we show you how to use it. We show you which relationships to apply it to, whether it's your existing clients. And remember, your existing clients, I believe, are still 80% prospect from the business you're not doing, the planning you're not doing with them, the prospects, the beneficiaries, the future clients, referral sources, CPAs, attorney, even media getting your name out there. We show you how to use all of this information. And we're the only company nationally that does this. As you know, you've been to our conferences. Uh, they're electric, and so are the virtual ones. So, uh, you know, it's, it might be self-serving, but that's where I recommend you start. Start with our two-day program coming up in October. But learn all you can because you won't be able to understand it yourself until you really learn it. You have to learn it so well that you could spit it out, like I said, over the kitchen table. Well, man, just listening to you just cram all that value into the last half hour, Ed, it's, a, it's very clear that you took that Sanskrit and you absolutely <laughs> digested that into something that, that makes sense. And, and I couldn't agree more that advisors need that. And I love that saying you just said, if that's not on a t-shirt yet, you need to put it on a t-shirt ad that says, you know, your clients are still 80% prospects that I love Oh, I believe that. it for I sure. I love that. You may be managing a client's money, but they can have uh tons more in a 401k that may need to be rolled over. But you can't just do a rollover now with Reg BI. You have to give them the reasons. You have to document. Maybe it is the best option, but you better have gone through all the pluses and minuses. And there may be other funds that are, they have with other advisors. And when they talk to you, if they can gain that confidence, you'll be the advisor for all of their money. And we see this happen all the time with the advisors who are, are training with our programs. They're getting new assets from existing clients. Well, Ed, I can't even fathom all the value that you just dropped in the last half hour. Thank you so much for being on the podcast with us today. Absolutely, I can I can vouch for how electric Ed's events are, both in person and virtually. They're absolutely astounding. You you can tell just by the the power and the excitement that he brought here today that there's no fear of translation when it comes to the excitement and the knowledge that this this man has. And and that's why I said at the beginning, Ed Slot, you're just a you are the the industry expert when it comes to this stuff. And 
couldn't appreciate you being on the podcast even more. I think there's so, so many golden nuggets throughout this that advisors should just go back and listen to it two or three times and then go check out your, your events for sure. I can absolutely say they're wonderful and they're powerful. If you have one final thing to say to, to the listeners. Well, no, I just want to say thank you back at you and the folks at White Glove have been great. I know for a fact, well, you started this program uh, asking me how we've adapted. Now, we went through that, but you're a seminar company, so you did the same thing and people should know that that avenue is open uh, you know we love partnering with you in the program so i want to thank the people at white glove too thank you very much ed thanks brad i tell you guys the energy level and amount of information in this conversation is off the charts right? thank you brad swinehart yes. of white glove and retirement tax expert ed slot now, to subscribe to this podcast, just use the subscribe button on the page. And to share with friends, of course, use the share button. I'm Patrice Sikora, and let's talk again later. Thank you for listening to Be Advised, Leading with Value with Brad Swinehart. Click the subscribe button below to be notified when new episodes become available. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the guest and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of my Love. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional investing advice. Always seek the advice of your financial advisor or other qualified financial service providers with any questions you may have regarding your investment planning.